welcome. This is Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust. My name is Mardia Umar. Thank you for joining. So Nigeria's presidential election tribunal on Wednesday, the 6th of September 2023, rejected challenges by opposition rivals to Bala Tinubu's win and the February's disputed vote following a patent in, in previous election years in Africa's most populous country. It might interest you to know that no legal challenge to the outcome of the presidential election has succeeded in Nigeria, which returned to democracy in 1999 after three decades of almost uninterrupted military rule and has a history of electoral fraud. Atiku Abubakar of the People's Democratic Party and Peter Obi of the Labour Party, who came second and third respectively, had asked the court to cancel the election, alleging irregularities. Justices of the five-member tribunal taking turns to read out judgments for more than 12 hours rejected Atiku and Obi's individual petitions point by point. Could the 2023 presidential election petition tribunal verdict be business as usual? I put this question and more to a political analyst, Comrade Mahmoud Dantata. And he responds. Well, uh, I will start from the presidential tribunal because uh, historically, even from the Second Republic of Shagari till 1999, when we started having stability from civilian transition to another civilian administration, we have not had any tribunal talk out or nullify any presidential election. So the issues are even the constitution of the tribunals themselves for both the rest, for senatorial, for governorship, as well as presidential, is not constituted the way it ought to be. Because number one, you need to profile the judges based on their positive antecedents. What has been the strife of this particular judicial person, the judge? Right from the time maybe he or she was in the magistrate, uh, chief magistrate, state high court, federal high court, appellate court, and host of orders. But sometimes if you constitute presidential tribunal with only serving judges, it doesn't, uh, you know, augur well in the sense that they are afraid that tomorrow they should not deliver certain judgment and that they are tried through the incumbent government's connection in the judicial high authorities. Comrade, when so you I say serving judges now, are you saying that judges that have retired should have been in the courtroom? With... So when you talk about tribunal, tribunal is like a periodical mm. what have you. So even retired judges should constitute tribunals either for governorship or presidential so that somebody knows he has retired, he has no stake. So there is no room for intimidation by the government of the day whatsoever. But the continuous using of those serving in the judiciary as judges, sometimes they are also afraid of their future. Because sometimes there are certain pronouncements or judgments you give, it affects you through the orchestration of the incumbent through their emissaries in the higher judicial uh, levels in the government. Okay, what would you say this means for Nigeria, judging from all of the outcomes that happen in tribunal? Well, uh, it goes to show that we need to in totality restructure the, you know, criminal justice administration, the judiciary, because when you are talking about tribunals that, uh, you know, look into election petitions, and also it's a very, very sensitive area because, mind you, we are signatories to bilateral treaties across the world. And our democracy, still nascent, even though it became stable from 1999, whatever we do, our image is at stake. So that is why in most cases, we can see especially with what is happening in 
smaller country. Look at what happened in Burkina Faso, look at Mali, look at Guinea, look at Nigeria, and recently Gabon. It was irregularities and discrepancies in presidential election that led to military coups in Niger as well as Gabon. And you cannot say because Nigeria is made up of the city and the SDT, nothing cannot happen. Don't forget Nigeria set the place and others follow. So whatever we do now, we determine how long our democracy, even though we are not praying for coup, but let us do things right. That is why our judges need to fear Allah by knowing that there is a day of reckoning. Whoever gives judgment through inducement back to will go by the day of judgment, whether Christian or Muslim, and account for it where there will be no witness, where there will be no supporters. Before now, everybody was declaring that the 6th of September would be Judgment Day and everybody was looking forward to it. You also mentioned that in the history of Nigerian democracy, no sitting government has been pulled out of their seat because of an election petition tribunal. So moving moving forward now, what should we do better so we don't get it? And what are the gains from all of this? And we have media coverage and all of that. Everybody is just putting it. Have we done well for ourselves as a nation? Even uh, remember Umaru Yaradua, after his election, that, uh, he admitted that the election that brought him was fraudulent. Even at that, what was done, even though he later died in office. I think uh, we have once again ridiculed ourselves as a people with all the enthusiasm, anticipation. Also, I'm not saying uh, maybe they should have nullified the election or actually what you I am not favoring anybody. By the way, I'm not even a card-carrying member of PDP nor Labour Party, but I'm also I'm, I'm a role model to certain people, and that is why we set the record straight. I think we need to once again come back and know what is wrong with us. Are we moving as from a country to a nation? Because if a country does not move to a nation where things can go right, then you are left behind. Then even our type of democracy will be questionable to other smaller countries that are looking upon us. That is just the issue. There will, there will be mockery, they will, they will be making jokes of us that look at Nigeria that is giant in the sun that is saying we are pillars of democracy in Africa, look how we are doing. That is why you can see the disrespect. Even with our president being the ECOWAS chairman when he read riot at the Nigerian junta, you see what the Nigerian junta replied to him. You see what the nationals of Nigeria were calling us. That even our own elections were marred by regularity. So that is to say, as the father and mother of Africa, that we know that even though it was during military, that Abata, even as a military uh, officer, sent Ekomok to go and restore democracy of Kijankaba of blessed memory when the military junta of Major John Kuruma struck. That was the military general, General Abata. So that is to say, most African countries look upon us. Today, that is not happening. Can I see what you have as president of Nigeria and chairman of ECOWAS? Send anybody to Niger to hold that center? No. Can you send anybody to Gabon to hold them? No. Burkina Faso, Guinea, and 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 Mali. So, come no. what you are saying now is, if we get our election processes right, we won't be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was the voice of Comrade Mahmoud Dantata speaking on the outcome of the verdict of the Presidential Petition Tribunal on Wednesday, the 6th of September, 2023. At this point, let's go for a quick break. When we come back, Nigeria Daily will return. Do stay with us. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash 
Daily Trust and on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Daily Trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. And in this episode of the show, we're trying to find out if the 2023 presidential election petition tribunal verdict is business as usual. Before the break, we spoke to a political analyst, Kamir Mahmoud Tata, and he has his views about the proceedings that happened at the Court of Appeal in Abuja, a concern in the presidential election tribunal. Now, we will be speaking to a legal practitioner, Sani Musa. He is a senior advocate of Nigeria. He speaks about the proceedings, some of the irregularities, and what made this election petition tribunal different from others. Take a listen. Normally, uh, a litigant approaches their lawyers with their facts, and their lawyers, as masters of the law, will analyze the facts and uh, marry it with the law. So, uh, what's happening today, you know, by, uh, by the provision of the Constitution, Section 285, um, all application with regard to objection as to the competency of the petition, as to the jurisdiction of the tribunal to entertain the petition, are uh, all deferred to the final judgment. So, uh, it is at this point that you see that uh, some of the grounds of the objections are being, are being struck out because uh, the court found that uh, contrary to the submission of those who brought such objections that really there is nothing that goes against the law and that those that are in accordance with the law are upheld and then the merit of the case is also decided. So we, we see that some uh, there was some kind of um, pre-election matters that were struck out during the proceeding. Why do we have pre-election matters being struck out on a day for delivering of judgment on the presidential election petition tribunal? The court says some of the things that I can remember, for instance, of the qualification of a person to contest election. And the tribunal says that, uh, the court says that on the issue of the qualification, it can be a pre-election matter, it can be a post-election matter. Okay. It depends on how the, the pleadings are couched and what are they. And the court will examine such issues and if it is something that has fallen within the issue of pre-election matter then the court has all the election petition tribunal or court of appeal and the post for the presidential election has no jurisdiction to entertain that mm. and it will strike it out so it's the court that will examine and see what are the pleadings and see whether such issues are issues that ought to be raised before the election and if there are those issues then the court will not have jurisdiction to entertain them after the election okay what would you say some of the political parties now got wrong during this proceeding or in the process of filing their cases? No, no, you see, that there is nobody gets anything wrong, actually. Let us understand. Um, it's an issue of understanding. Mm. That is why we have a court in place. Uh, me, I knew, and so many other people who will never see the thing the same way. We'll have our own different of understanding of the facts and applicable law to them. So it is because even the framers of the Constitution emphasized that there will be a, a, a different perception or understanding of the laws vis-a-vis the fact. Then the court are there 
to give us the actual interpretation. So those who have gone to court, it's not that they got anything wrong, it is their understanding, and that they have chosen to a way of civility, a democratic way of approaching the court to ventilate their anger, they do not resort to violence. And at the end of the day, the court will look at it, whether they have the proven their allegation or not. If they have not proven their allegation, the court will set the law as it is. If they, they prove their allegation, the court will also set the law as it is. So no, nobody is getting anything wrong actually because I don't want us to look at it as uh, if somebody has gone to court. No, and that is not the issue. It is their understanding and that is why they approach the court. Now, a lot of people are saying that eyes on the judiciary uh, and uh, we've seen what played out in the proceedings. What would you say now that the judiciary now lived up to expectations? But the only thing I can say is that Nigerian the, uh, judiciary must also uh, embrace, embrace changes uh, because now we can see that uh, given the press the opportunity cover the proceeding life. I really have doubts the tension because many Nigerians follow the proceeding and they understand everything. They are not there that the mercy of people coming out of few pressmen to come and manipulate the part they want to see it. So I think going forward I pray to see more open judiciary that will allow uh, pressmen cover proceeding of even other cases like if so, if so that people can be able to understand and know what is going on in the court and Okay, so after this election petition tribunal now, is there any way people who are not satisfied with the results here to appeal maybe in the Supreme Court? Yes, they have 21 days from today hmm. to file their appeal at the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court from today, if such appeal is filed, it has 60 days to reach a decision on that. And that was the voice of a legal practitioner who is a senior advocate of Nigeria, Sani Musa. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. For everyone who contributed to the show in one way or the other, we want to say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production open to sponsorship and advert placement. You can reach us or leave your comments on our social media platforms on Twitter at daily underscore trust. On Instagram, you can also find us at daily underscore trust. On Facebook, find us at daily trust. Send us a message on 091-389-33390. Tell us what you think about the Daily Trust podcast via our social media handles or the number I will be calling again 091-389-33390 and if you're listening to us from a terrestrial radio you can reach out to the station you're listening to us from to place adverts or sponsor an episode of nigeria daily god bless nigeria my name is martia umar bye for now